Hello and welcome back to Collector and Son. I'm one of your hosts, John, and with me as always is my old man. This is Bob and I am the Collector. And as always, Collector, your fans are back in full force. Let's hear it. I like it. Everybody loves the Collector and we are very grateful to have him on the podcast. Um, We know you have a lot of offers out there with your fandom and we're glad that you keep coming back yeah i keep getting calls but i'm sticking with this for a little a little longer i guess we'll wait to see what the next contract looks like and yeah. if there's a pay raise in there well we might just be you know tripling your contract your, <laughs> your salary <laughs> of uh zero so <laughs> we know that will keep you yeah i like that <laughs> all right well collector uh how have you how have you been enjoying the sports world over this last week well, it's exciting. I mean, it's fun to see baseball back and watching games, and there's some fans in the stands. And as we mentioned, we've got a, our tickets coming up here in a couple of weeks, May 1st. So yes, I'm looking sir. forward to that, getting a hot dog at the game. First hot dog in over a year. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't believe it. You know, I was watching some highlights yesterday, and Ronald Acuna Jr. hit one pretty far. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah. I, I saw the highlight. What was it, over 450, 460, something like that? Yeah, I um, mistakenly heard that as five-something, so I told you. 560, I think you said. <laughs> I told you he hit one 560, and you're like, no, he didn't. I was like, I swear he hit one 560. I swear they said 560. Turns out I was wrong. Yeah, because I knew there's no way. I don't think anyone's <laughs> hit one that far. I mean, I think back to Mantle, you know, hitting one out of or almost hitting one at the on a Tiger Stadium, that probably was a little over 500. Harmon hitting one about 500. So 564, whatever number you quoted, that seemed a little outrageous. Yeah, turns out you were right. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> so, Collector, um, today on the docket, we're going to discuss your hunt for Harmon cards and if you've made any progress or have got your eye on a few and what you're looking for now. And then we're going to talk about myself. I, I've got some ideas on some things that I want to collect, but I obviously don't have the experience that you have, so I want to run some things by you and see what you think. And then maybe you can give some of your 50-plus years of collecting experience advice to the people out there that maybe are like me that have been around collecting, are interested in getting into it now, but don't really know where to start or what is a good buy, or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Okay, that sounds good. So, without further ado, why don't we open this box, Dad? All right, let's go. All right, so, last week you were telling us uh, your Harmon hunt was underway, and you had picked up a few. How's that been going? Well, it's kind of slow. I did get one in the mail uh, on Tuesday. It was a... um, the 1960 card of Harmon, which actually I, I like that one. That's a nice card. That was graded four, correct? Uh, three and a half or four. I can't remember now. Um, but it, it looks pretty nice, and it's uh, his last year with the Senators. So that's kind of fun to see. Uh, I've got my eye on a couple more. There's Right now I've got the high bid in e- on eBay for a 68, I believe. Don't uh, say that on the podcast. Now people are going to go outbid <laughs> you. Yeah, hopefully not. <laughs> and it's really reasonable right now, so it'd be nice if I could continue that high bid and win that card it's that when, one's a when does that end tomorrow night tomorrow night oh so you're good like this oh. isn't coming out until tuesday so if you yeah. hear this now haha you missed it <laughs> there's like oh maybe a 
a day and a few hours. I think it's tomorrow night it ends. So I'm looking forward to that if I can win that one. And then I also am looking at a 65 right now card. And there's a couple 62s, which I'm not sure about yet. But I'm thinking, you know, if I can try to get one every week or two. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. I know that I was a big fan of that. The latest one that came in the mail, that, that was a nice looking card. Yeah, I thought that was nice for being graded, like I said, three and a half or four. I can't remember what it was. I think it's three and a half. Um, compared to the other one that we received that was a three and a half, this one looks a lot better. Yeah. And a lot more clear. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's a cool a, it's, looking it's card. It's a nice card, yeah. yeah. So you, you've been searching for some more? and Yeah, I keep looking, and I you know there's other ones that I see, too, that... <laughs> gets me interested in like oh maybe i should look at this you know outside of Harmon, a, a different card mm-hmm. you know like uh i don't know I, we talked about that don drysdale autograph card from nabisco yes. way back in the day you know that's i thought that was a pretty nice card and i've i've got one of those and um i saw it on ebay it was like 35 dollars or something buy mm-hmm. it now I'm like wow that that's, seems pretty cheap that seems like a good deal for a drysdale authentic signature on a card that was put out maybe 30 years ago right I, yeah, I mean, so I'm tempted to, you know, branch off and do look at other things as well, but yeah. I'm sticking with Harmon for now. Yes. You got to stay on mission. Yeah. Yes. And, um, but you know, like I said, the, um, oh, his rookie cards from 55, they're pretty pricey. So that's going to be a tough one to get. Didn't you say you found a decent deal yesterday that you were, you were talking to me about that you were thinking about, oh. or it wasn't really something that you would jump on but you were like it seemed kind of cheap yeah i think so it seemed oh that was a like an early 60s it's a giant card so it's it's bigger than the standard card Ooh, cool. but it was it was graded pretty high like a i don't know six or seven and it was pretty cheap i thought so again that's one that i'm thinking about getting again branching off but it's not the standard set from top so that's kind of what i wanted to do just because um you know, there's so many different versions of a Harmon card out there. It's not right. just, I, I just want a standard card. There's all the AL home run leaders for this year, you know, where it's him plus, you know, other players as well. Right. I, that was one that I brought up to you because I was like, oh, that looks pretty cheap. Why don't you pick that one up? And you were like, that's not what I'm looking for. Yeah. It just, you can get into so much. I mean, that right. we're looking at hundreds of cards and I'm not going to be able to afford that many. But there's some other ones that are kind of fun. Like there's one where he's... uh. Harmon sends one into orbit. It's a yeah, three-picture, you know, card where it's the the beginning of a swing, the the actual swing, and then the follow-through, and it's um, him hitting a home run, and that's a pretty cool card. You Again, seem you seem uh, quite obsessed with that turn of phrase as well. I you, love that phrase. Yeah, you told me that during my my uh, broadcasting here coming up, if somebody hits a home run, that I have to use that. So yeah. we'll, we'll think about it. So and so, think about it. Sends one into orbit. That's a great <laughs> phrase. Yes. Well, well, we'll see if I use that. But, yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, that's the thing. You said you wanted just the Harmon Tops, and you didn't want to branch out past that. But, I mean. Yeah, the, the, but then I see a couple of those special ones. and Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it gets to be too much. You know, you start doing that. I, I We'll see. Yeah. If the price is right, I, I guess I could look into it. This is where it would be nice to be at a show where I can actually see the card. Mm-hmm. And go around, chop around, and make a deal with somebody or whatever, you know, make a trade. Or that's be nice to be at a show and we could actually do that. But at right. this point, all we can do is eBay. Yeah. 
Unfortunately, it'll be nice when shows eventually come back. Yeah, like I said. In our vicinity, because you said there were in something in, there were some in Texas and Houston, yeah. but we're not going to make the trip down there. Yeah, TriStar's having their Houston show in beginning of June, whereas the Chicago show, which was supposed to be the beginning of June, got canceled. But I'm still holding out hope that the National in Chicago will happen at the end of July. That'd be really cool. Yeah, yeah. we'll see. So speaking of, you know, Harmon Killebrew and... Even back then, they had a decent amount of cards. You know, with the Suns went into orbit, the AL home run leaders. RBI leaders, batting average leaders, all that right. stuff. So, I mean, there was always a variety of different cards besides just the standard set of each player. Well, this is where I get into a little bit of trouble with my wanting to jump in in my era of collecting and looking at players like Ronald Acuna Jr., Jr. who we mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, or Fernando Tatis, um, players like that, I'm looking into buying their rookie cards, and or Byron Buxton, because, you know, he... MVP. MVP, I mean, that's what they're chanting <laughs> here in Minnesota. Um, but, you know, he's starting to hit, like, you know, you kind of expected him to when he first came up, and he's already a great fielder. If he can stay healthy and hit the way that he's hitting consistently, that dude's got a good chance to have a great career yeah maybe um, he figured it out there's maybe. actually an article in today's paper about well he also about added him. that 10 pounds of muscle and yeah clearly you can tell the way that he's hitting the ball yeah um so you know i was looking into that like oh that could be kind of cheap because people he was really hyped when he first came up not so much anymore because he kind of didn't live up to the expectations mm-hmm. and so i was thinking i can look into byron buxton cards and see if i can get one the problem is when you look at these cards there's the tops rookie card there's the tops prism flashy rookie card the you know fleer rookie card the dunruss rookie card and upper all this deck. upper deck you know so i don't know personally which ones are going to be the most sought after so there's the ones that are being sold for Two to three thousand dollars, which Oof. obviously I'm not looking into that with my budget, but I'm thinking to myself like, okay, so are those the ones like the Harmon Killebrew rookie card from Tops, or the Mickey Mantle rookie card from Tops? Like, are those the ones that are eventually going to be worth something? And just the regular rookie cards from Tops that are graded nine that are selling for like a hundred and ten dollars? Like, yeah, that's more of a common than anything. So. I that's where I'm kind of you know mm. with this era of collecting there's so many different like here's a flashy looking card that is autographed by Byron Buxton and is one out of 25 you know so or they have the patch card where it's part of his uniform is cut out and, and there's an autograph on, on it and it's like or part okay, of his bat you know there's so many different you know variety of cards of his as well as anybody else right so then I started thinking okay Maybe going into people from my generation just isn't the right thing to do because I don't know who to go for, and there's so many made. Like, we were looking, we have a Ken Griffey Jr. rookie card, Mm -hmm. and we thought, oh, that could be worth something because it's Ken Griffey Jr., and he's one of the greatest players in the last, you know, two decades, and you look it up, and it's like $10, you know? and it. Yeah, I think the upper deck one is the one that everybody okay. is the sought-after one. Gotcha. But, yeah, again, that's like you said. It's How do you know? Is it the upper deck one? Is it the tops one? Is it the FLIR one? 
I right. mean, they're all worth something, but I think the upper deck is a more valuable one for some reason. Right. I don't know if that was the first one that came out with his image on it. Maybe. Maybe. Could be. Or they just didn't make as many. Right. You yeah. don't know. Yeah. Um, so I was, yeah, I was looking into uh, cards from, not from my era. So, for example, there's a hit parade out right now that's, you know, it's quite a lot of money. I probably can't pull the trigger on it, but it's a Mickey Mantle card. You get a guaranteed Mickey Mantle card, and we've talked about this. That would be amazing, and what if you pull one that is worth, you know, $12,000 or something? That's yeah, great. It's a, but I think that's the top one they have in there, a Bowman rookie card, but it's graded 1.5, which is still worth $12,000, you know, so it's right. It's beat up, but it's still worth 12000 because it's Mickey Mantle's, you know, first card with Bowman. But what we talked about was... You know, there's no specification on if it's going to be a Mickey Mantle card or if it's going to be one of those Harmon ones where it's like, you know, AL home run leader, Mickey Mantle, and... Harmon Killebrew and Boog Powell. You know, th those three are RBI leader for that year. That's I'm guessing they don't specify it. That That's what you're probably going to more than likely get, mm -hmm. which could be worth, you know, $30. Right, which is kind of a, that's not the greatest return on an eight hundred dollar investment. Right, so, it's a box is eight hundred bucks. Right, which if it was just a card that you knew was a standard issue card from that was just him, of Mickey Mantle, it'd be worth it because even at his, worst you're gonna do what four hundred dollars back. Yeah, probably yeah. like the sixty nine or something. Um, his last card, you know, that's probably going for at least that, mm -hmm. depending on the grade. But uh, you know, assuming it's a decent grade. Yeah, so, you know, I don't think... And with Hit Parade, we've had our ups and downs for sure, but when it comes <laughs> to cards, you know, like we said before, we did the Michael Jordan, going for the Michael Jordan rookie card from Fleer, and you get one out of that set, and we pulled Gerald Henderson, <laughs> who was worth a whopping $2. And was so it was? Two bucks? Yeah. Oh, wow. And so, you know, you kind of get... A little gun shy. You don't want to pull the trigger on that kind of stuff because you don't know what you're going to get. Right. Yeah, it's a gamble. That's for sure. Yeah, and that's a lot of money to invest in something that might just be worth $2. So that's where I'm at. I don't know what to do. I could go with my generation because, you know, the Ronald Acuna Juniors right now is still so young that people are like, yeah, he or Byron Buxton, for example, you know he's not that expensive right now because he's not a hall of famer. And so he hasn't made that jump to like, where it's like, Oh man, remember when, you know, Mickey, Mickey Mantle was young and you could have got that card for a thousand dollars and now it's a million dollars. You know, that's just an example. I don't know if that's actually true, but, right. um, so that's where I'm at. You know, you want to try to jump on that, uh, bandwagon before it gets too hot and too heavy where it's too expensive but I don't know, with all the cards that are out there now, which ones to go for. Yeah, that's my problem with the collecting now, the new cards. That's why I stick with the old cards. Because, well, you know the you know the new, ver new era player is much better than I do, whereas I know the guys from the, you know, 70s, mm -hmm. 80s. Um, but that was so much easier back then because, yeah, you had top tops cards. You know, that was it. You didn't have to worry about the 12 different varieties of cards that you might get or the ones that have 
oh, it's a diamond card or it's got a mm-hmm. prism card or it's who knows what, or it's a patch card or an autograph card. It's, it was just the card. Right. Well, I mean, we even had, you know, Latroy on this podcast. If you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to it. Great, great episode. But we talked to him about all his cards that were made of him over his 20-year career. And he's sitting there and he's going through his, you know, cards and there's this one and that one and this one and that one. And it's like, man, there's so many cards, you know. And so just, yeah, it makes you a little gun shy. You don't know what to pull the trigger on because you don't want to make the mistake of like, oh, I'll spend $100 on this Ronald Acuna Jr. rookie card. And it turns out that that card is never going to go above $110 because it's pulled so often. Yeah, that's a that's tough because um, yeah, you just don't know. Uh, I always go back to the story of Brian Taylor, which actually I found his rookie card. Yeah, the one that everybody wanted in I think it was nineteen ninety, and he was the first overall pick in the MLB draft and picked by the Yankees, and he was supposed to be the next phenom, and he hurt his arm. I think he got in a bar fight or something, and mm-hmm. uh, single A ball or double A ball, and never got into the majors. And people were spending a ton of money back then, you know, probably like a hundred dollars for his buying up all his cards that they could find, and <laughs> they're worth probably you know ninety nine cents now. Yeah. So it's a it's a risk you got to take, and that's why I like sticking with the players that are proven. That's my philosophy, I guess. But the problem with that is that's a conservative approach because the value is probably not going to go up very much. It's going to retain True. its value, but it's not going to skyrocket. And I guess it's like stocks. You know, you're taking a chance. Do you want to take a chance on investing in something that could skyrocket and be worth, you know, ten thousand, fifty thousand, hundred thousand dollars in twenty years, or do you want to, you know, or you might lose all your money because you know, they might get an injury and be done for their career? Right. Well, that's the problem I'm finding today. Is yeah, I'm willing to do that. Right. I'm willing to invest. You know, let's say back in Michael Jordan's Fleer rookie card back way back when he was a rookie rookie and it was getting pulled because they were all in packs and it was let's just say for the sake of argument that it was going for a thousand dollars and this was in my budget Mm -hmm. and I thought Michael Jordan was going to be the next greatest player and so I pulled the trigger bought the card cool right today I don't know do I buy the the tops Ronald Acuna Jr. or do I buy the shiny tops prism uh, autograph hmm. one of a thousand patch card of Ronald. Like, I there's so many different options that it's like, okay, what do I go with? So, uh-huh. well, you look at like the Mike Trout cards, those are right, crazy. but which, but which one, but which one, right? There might be, yep. there might be a, a rookie card of his from Upper Deck that doesn't go for that much just because it's kind of more of a common, but if you get the the prism shiny flashy red and blue card and oh man you've got the money one right there and i just yeah i mean that's where i'm you know a little confused and gun Um, gun shy you know so i guess i think you have a question and to you as the collector with 50 years experience let's say i wanted to say i had a little bit of a budget and i wanted to get into collecting and try to like you said with these stocks you know get in at the ground floor and see what happens just for fun what what would you recommend would you rec- like you you say you would like to stick with proven players and old time players but sometimes those get expensive too right and like i said i don't think their value is going to change much they're going to you're not going to make much on them you know you might 
spend a thousand dollars on a Harmon rookie card from 1955 and 20 years from now it's going to be worth a thousand dollars you know so you might get your money back but you're not going to lose anything but you're not going to gain anything you, so, yeah right you but, say that but i do want to point out that when we opened that hit parade box back in june mm-hmm. and it was for a michael jordan graded eight rookie card i put on the youtube video that it was worth five thousand dollars right can we pull the michael jordan Graded eight rookie card worth five thousand yeah. dollars. That was back in June. I believe it is now worth eleven thousand dollars. Yeah, I mean that one keeps going up, but that's Jordan, and you know if you got to find a player like that, so I don't know who that would be. The you issue know, is your... too now you're not going to find a player like that because everyone already is like, yeah, LeBron James, that's the guy. Like, right? You know, so he's always been super expensive. Um, you know, so I don't know. Or a Tom Brady rookie card, maybe. Right. Mahomes, I mean, if you want a he's more recent one. But he's already gigantically yeah. expensive. Right. Aaron Rodgers. Just, yeah, I don't know. Maybe See, Jordan Love. That's our guy. Let's do it. Th- yeah, that you know, that might be the way to do it. Is you, If we would have thought of Aaron Rodgers back in the right, you know, the year or two after he was drafted and mm-hmm. people didn't think anything of him, you could have got him for, you know, a couple bucks, maybe his rookie cards, five, ten bucks. You know, now it's, I'm sure, in the thousands. So, that might be the way to go is research some players and that haven't really done anything yet that, you know, we're top picks. And I think the Jordan love is a good example. I mean, if, you know, after hopefully Aaron Rodgers isn't going to retire and become the host of jeopardy full time, but you never know. I wouldn't be opposed to it though. <laughs> he did pretty well. You know, and so get Jordan love right now while he's going to be pretty reasonable. Then I, I think that's a wise investment. I mean, it's not going to be that much. So if you lose something, you're not going to lose a lot. But the potential is there to for it to skyrocket. If he becomes the next Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre, who knows? I mean, the Packers saw something in him that they think he could be that. So I think that's that's what I would do. I think that's a good choice. The or, only thing that scares me is our personal track record with quarterbacks getting their autographed rookie cards getting them graded or not even getting them graded and how their careers turn out. As we've mentioned multiple times, Blake Bortles, not the greatest. Uh, Drew Locke, apparently Denver's looking to draft a quarterback in this upcoming draft, oh, really? so his no career problem. might be you know, wow. pretty much done. So do I really want to tempt fate or is third time the charm that we well, finally get yeah, one right? You know, never I guess, know. I said, so what are you going to invest, like $50? So, I mean, that's a lot of money, but it's not like – five thousand dollars that for eight hundred dollars that's going to be thrown away if it's a a mickey mantle card that's worth 20 but i don't mean in terms of my investment and getting my money back here i mean in terms of the green bay packers future (laughs) if i invest in jordan love oh i hear you uh, that's bad luck you think bad luck yeah i don't know i'm a little nervous well show some faith in the guy yeah let's do it you know (laughs) yeah let's show some faith for that Hey, speaking of cards, um, you know, last week we talked about the uh, the big find that I uh, going through my closet. I found the Rubio card. Yes, sir. I keep calling the Rubio. Don't card. Don't call it the Rubio card. There's so many other <laughs> the Steph great Curry, names James on there. Harden, Ricky Rubio card. And we were saying how we couldn't find it anywhere on the internet. And one of our um, our um, people that were listened to it actually gave a comment, which was very helpful, and we were thank thank them for it. Um, said. That card number 22, we have card number 21 of 30. Number 22 was on eBay. Right. And um, 
it was a buy it now for four thousand. My thought is that card is worth more. Um, I think the problem with it, no one was buying it at four thousand, is it's not graded, and right. I don't think anybody, at least I wouldn't, put four thousand dollars out there unless it's graded. No, not that much, either. you know. If it was five dollars, yeah, I'm okay with that. I'll take that that risk. But if it's four thousand dollars and it's not graded, how do we know it's not a forgery or it's a fake? I mean, it looks fine, and it probably is more than or likely. Or it's you know got a tear in the side, right? Or yeah, you're, you 4, just 000, don't know. There yeah. could be a wrinkle in it that you can't see on the picture on eBay. So I I think if it was graded, they'd get that easily. So that's why I want to get. I still want to get ours graded at some point, um, and see how much we can get for it. Yeah, if you guys are at all interested uh, in looking at that card, you can, you know, head over to our YouTube channel. That was our memorabilia Monday from two weeks ago. Uh, you can go check it out. Also, thank you guys for the support on the memorabilia Mondays recently. We've hit a hundred plus views on the on back to back memorabilia Mondays, and if you haven't yet, you can go check out our newest one, which we can hopefully do it. Go for the three peat here. <laughs> right. Yeah. But yeah, uh, thanks again to the the person left the comment and let Definitely. us know about that because that was we had searched all weekend for it, so I don't know how we missed it. I think it. it got posted. It must have got posted after we recorded the video because uh, I, we had looked right up until we recorded the video and didn't see anything. Right. So or we just weren't searching correctly. I'm not sure. But, maybe. But yeah, I mean, like you said we found the the version of it without the autograph. So it, could somebody have taken that and forge their autographs on, on I suppose one of those we could look at it a little bit closer and be like and look at ours and be like yeah that kind of matches up right I mean it looks authentic but I, again I'm not going to spend four thousand dollars like you said there could be a wrinkle in it there could be a little bit of a tear or mark that you can't see on the picture on eBay right. so I think that's why people are not willing to spend that kind of money on eBay without it being graded and uh, thank you thank you for all the messages that we got about the card on Instagram about how, you know, they thought it was really cool, but Ricky Rubio ruins the card. I mean, that was a running theme. So. Yeah, and I don't think it does. I To me, I don't think it hurts the card. I don't. It's think better it, than Gerald Henderson. Yeah, I don't think it adds to it, but it, it certainly doesn't hurt it, I, I wouldn't think. Right. He's a solid player. I mean, it's not the Steph Curry and James Harden. If it was just him. those two, that'd be pretty cool, but, yeah, I mean, Rubio... He's still playing in the NBA. That's something. Yeah, yeah, he's so. still solid. But, yeah, thank you guys for all the support on that. That was a really cool find, and it was like, whoa, you know, we have to talk about this. We have to make a video on this. Yeah, and still digging through my closet and looking for stuff and finding things every day that I forgot I had. So. Yes, this is the main reason we started this. <laughs> <laughs> Just found a James Worthy autographed 8 by 10 I didn't even know I had. So. Oh, wow. Well, we'll have to talk about that at some point. <laughs> right, yeah, all these hidden treasures. But, yeah, getting back to your original question, I, to me, I think investing in somebody that you've got an inkling might be good and just hasn't been found out yet and people aren't, you know, going, you know, crazy over the cards or the autographs. I think that's the way to go if you want to get the biggest bang for your buck. I mean, you might lose, they might not do anything and you might lose your investment, but it's not going to be thousands of dollars you're investing I might um, pick up one of those, and if I do, I'll let you guys know. So you, I'll let you, I'll, as you keep everybody posted on your Harmon hunts, <laughs> yeah. I'll keep everyone posted on my new generational players' hunts and mm -hmm. see what I find. Um, and I might pick up a hit parade, too. Not not the Mickey Mantle, but we've done, like, the college football jersey one before. That's mm -hmm. not too expensive. We had a nice... 
hit on one of them and yeah. not so nice on the other one. I mean, it's not a terrible player, but it wasn't the same level. Right. So I might pick up um, one of those for the channel so we can do a unboxing on the channel for everybody. So if you haven't yet, uh, go subscribe to our YouTube channel, Collector and Son. So uh, any last bits of advice that you have before we round it out here? Yeah, I think that's, you know, that's just my philosophy. I mean, other people have other opinions, and I guess I take the more conservative approach where I want to, I don't want to lose the big bucks. I'm not willing right. to invest too much into something. I, I'm willing to invest but not go crazy and put everything in on one player, you know, five ten thousand dollars on a card and hope that it goes up to a hundred thousand and but it might not and you lose everything so i'm willing to do something that's reasonable right and um low risk i guess low risk high reward gotta yeah, love it. yeah that's the best way to go if you yeah. can find it that's the thing that's a trick is find that player that's the low the low risk high reward player which i think jordan love might be and he actually has kind of a nice autograph i don't know if you've seen it i haven't how he signs his last name. Is it J and a heart? Yeah, with the heart. Really? Yeah. The, oh, wow. I'm not sure if it's if he spells out Jordan or not, I'll have to look again, but I think he's you know, does a heart at the end. That's kinda neat. Yeah. Yeah. That's unique. Definitely different. So you know exactly who it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's cool. All right. Well, I think that wraps up another episode of Collector and Son. Thank you for joining us. We hope you enjoyed. Remember, you can follow us on Twitter at collector underscore n underscore sun. You can follow us on Instagram at collector underscore and underscore sun. If you want to look at that Ricky Rubio, James Harden, Steph Curry card, you can head over there. You can follow us on Facebook at collector and sun. And you can subscribe to our YouTube channel at collector and sun. Remember, we've got memorabilia Monday up. We're trying to go for that three peat of 100 views back to back to back. And we will hopefully have more unboxings and hit parades and cool things like that for you guys in the future. Uh, that's one way to keep up with Collector and Son. So, with that being said, remember to keep it mint. All right. And uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Mm -hmm.